Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I, I need a prayer request. It is, I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. And I will be your host for the next hour. My name is Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado, and I'm here to answer your questions. I'm here to uh, pray with you and pray for you and to bring encouragement and the comfort of the Lord, especially during this time that we are all going through. And so uh, this is a very uh, wonderful way for us to stay in fellowship, and that is something uh, that, of course, has been more challenging uh, as the coronavirus has uh, just changed all of our lives. And uh, you just got a uh, uh, stay-at-home order there in Denver for I, the mayor, and uh, and so uh, most of us, if not all of us, that we are having to do online church, and uh, the pastors are doing that, bringing wonderful messages and the truth of God's Word. So I'm grateful that we can have Calvary Live, that we can be here in fellowship and talk to one another and pray with one another. And so we have an hour to do that. And this is your show. Maybe you're at home. Uh, maybe you're, uh, you know... Uh, just uh, things have changed so much, uh, home with the kids uh, as they are out of school and you're doing and getting ready for some homeschooling or online schooling, uh, whatever your situation is, I pray that you can give me a call at 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and let's talk about the Lord. Let's get our focus and our hope on the Lord, and uh, let's uh, find uh, truth and Uh, his word to be able to guide us and to encourage us and to lift us up. And that's what we need more than ever. And so I invite you to give me a call at 303-690-3000. Just love to hear your voice um, as it is, you know, hard for us uh, in a leadership here at church and as a pastor not to have the sheep here on Wednesday nights and Sundays and during the week. And uh, so I'd love for you to be able to call in and give a word of encouragement and there's a dedicated text line as well that you can give a prayer request and and ask a question. And so uh, that number is 720-336-0897, the text line, uh, for you to text in a prayer request or ask a question. If you have a question, uh, certainly we're going to do our best to answer that, 720-336-0897. I want to welcome everyone uh, here in Colorado and in southern Wyoming, as you are tuned in to Grace FM, uh, you are um, uh, listening live today at this time, and uh, pray that you're doing well, pray that you're healthy, uh, pray that uh, the Lord is ministering to you, and uh, so give me a call. I'd love to hear from you uh, as we've entered into spring, but we've entered into another season spiritually where perhaps you're feeling distant and cold and and trying to sort through all this stuff. We'd love to encourage you any way uh, that we can. So 
303-690-3000. I also want to welcome all those who are listening on the East Coast and Truth FM and Hope FM, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, uh, other parts of uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, welcome. We're so glad that we can be a part of your lives. And uh, you guys have a stay-at-home um, order that has been given. And uh, so I want to uh, just uh, encourage you to um, give us a call. We're praying for you. I know these are difficult days for you as well. And so um, God bless you guys, 303-690-3000, and uh, love to be able to uh, minister to you. So, hey, uh, I want to read to you from Scripture and uh, want to be able to uh, encourage you through the Word of God uh, during this time. Uh, and I'd love for you to be able to call in. Tell me what the Lord is showing you during this time. Uh, tell me what the Lord um, is um, just putting on your heart. Uh, as we have this time where uh, we're trying to sort through all the news that has uh, come on um, before us, um, social media is just... Uh, has been flooded with coronavirus uh, information and things like that. Uh, it seems like that's what has dominated our lives. And so I want to encourage you to allow the Lord to work in your heart and in your life the way that he wants to. And, and Jeremiah, in the book of Lamentations, that he was writing this during the time that Jerusalem was about ready to be destroyed. They were going through uh, a difficult time. The Babylonians had come in and were taking the people away captive. And so he's on the hillside seeing this, and he is lamenting as he is inspired to write these words down. And he says that, This I recall to my mind in chapter 3, verse 21. Therefore I have hope. And, and I want to bring to your mind uh, once again uh, that the Lord is still on the throne. He hasn't left the throne. Uh, that we still belong to him. Uh, that he loves us. And he writes and he says, The Lord's mercies, uh, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. And they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. And those are encouraging words for us because... Um, you know, his compassion is still with us and, and they are new every morning. So every day that you get up and it's more than just uh, being uh, concerned about catching the coronavirus or, um, you know, it is concerned for families. It's concerned for um, the ramifications of all of this um, with schools being out, uh, places and businesses being shut down. Uh, people are losing their jobs. People are being laid off, and I am so sorry if you're going through that, wondering what is going to be the economic impact on my life. How is this going to uh, pan out? And I want you to know that every morning as you get up, that his mercies are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. The Lord is going to continue to be faithful. He's going to be true to his word. He's going to be one that is going to uh, desire to show himself more real to us than ever before. And the Lord is still our portion. In other words, the Lord is the one who is um, still going to uh, remind us 
that we are sons and daughters of the living God. We belong to him, and therefore I hope in him. And the Lord is good to those who wait for him and to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth, he goes on to say. But one of the things that's hard to do is to wait on the Lord. So, you know, all this has come upon us, and many of you are in that that time of waiting on the Lord, just waiting for him. Um, And he promises um, that he's going to be good to those who wait quietly for him, who put their hope in him. Uh, And we can hold on to that promise. And we're going to see his goodness. And we're going to see that uh, he is going to help those and be gracious to those, what he says in Isaiah chapter 30, to those who wait for him. And he goes on to say that the Lord will not cast off forever, though he causes grief. Yet he will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies, for he does not afflict willingly nor grieve the children of men. And he just goes on to give us this hope that we have in the Lord and that his compassion is still with us, his love is with us, and uh, he still desires to work. And and that's my prayer for, for us in these days because all of us have had to adjust. Um, and all of us have had to... Uh, you know, make changes and uh, to make major decisions concerning our lives and concerning uh, different things that uh, this has impacted. And it feels like that we're at a standstill, but the Lord, uh, He is still working and He wants to work in our lives. So I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. Let me know you're there. Let me know you're listening. Let me know what the Lord is showing you in your life at this time. We want to pray with you. We want to encourage you. And the text line is 720-336-0897. And I know we have listeners. We have listeners uh, here. Um, if you're listening online or on your tablet to the Grace FM app, we welcome you. Uh, if you're listening on the website, we have people right now that are listening from all over the world. They're listening from Nairobi and from Ken, uh, that is in Kenya, from Vancouver, British Columbia, in Manila, the Philippines. And uh, we have people from all over the country. So if you are listening in uh, right now uh, online, uh, you can call it that number anywhere in the United States at 303-690-3000. Let's talk about the Lord. Let's encourage one another. Let me know that... Uh, that uh, you're doing well, and uh, and that um, the Lord is is just showing His faithfulness to you. It could be an encouragement to somebody else, and and I know that things are a little bit different right now, um, and things are more challenging right now. Uh, I'm just going to go to the text line where some prayer requests have come in, and please pray for my husband John that God heals his foot in surgery. Um, and it's that surgery is not needed. So, Father, we do pray for this one that is asking for her husband uh, for healing for her foot. We just pray that you would uh, do that healing work so the surgery doesn't have to be done um, to, to help his foot heal to where, um, Lord, he can do what he needs to do, the strength that, that uh, he needs uh, to be able to to, to perform the tasks that are before him. So we pray for your healing touch uh, upon this individual, John, and um, and we just lift him up to you in Jesus' name. 
Amen. We'll go to some more prayer requests online as you send them in. We'd love to pray with you, uh, but we'd love to talk to you as well. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. we got a couple open lines. Grab one of those open lines. Uh, let's go to Linda in Berthet. Hi, Linda. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing as well as could be expected. I'm... Um... I love God. I know everything happens for a reason. There's a big picture. It's just really, really rough. And, you know, I could just use extra prayer. Absolutely. Uh, how can last we, year how was can a we super pray? rough year for us. My mom struggled. She was in the hospital eight times, had many strokes, was home through hospice. And she finally went home to be with God uh, at the end of October. And then that year was behind. I needed eye surgery, detached retina from stress. I need another eye surgery. Um, my husband was out of work. He just started working, and he was in a car wreck on Friday. Somebody ran a red light, and his truck was totaled. And um, he's fine. He's just banged up. But I'm hanging yeah. on. I'm just, I'm just needing extra prayer. Absolutely, Linda. And um, you know, it it sounds like just a season of. Um, just difficulty and trials that have come your way. And I want you to know the Lord loves you. And, and to remind you, you know, it's hard when we have a parent that passes away, um, that we do have that living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but we still miss them. We, we miss them so much on this side of eternity. And so we're going to pray for the Lord's comfort and for your eye surgery, that it goes well. I'm so thankful that your husband's okay. Um, but I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's um, banged up a little bit, and, and, oh, yeah. and you know, it rattles you. Um, yeah. it, it just rattles you. My daughter was in, uh, somebody rear-ended her not long ago, and she was okay, um, but God. it just, it rattled all of us and totaled the car, and so um, I, I know those feelings, but I want you to know that the Lord loves you. He's still with you. And um, and we're going to pray. So, Father, we do pray. I pray for Linda as she's been through just um, a number of things that uh, have caused sadness in her heart. And, and, Lord, with the passing of her mother, and, Lord, to lose a parent is difficult. A loved one is very difficult. But I do thank you that we have a living hope that comes through the resurrection of Jesus, that we have your promises that are true for us. And, Lord, I just pray that you give Linda the comfort that she needs right now and uh, as she grieves over the loss of her mom. And, Lord, I pray also that as she gets ready for needing another eye surgery, um, that um, it would go well and, um, and that you'd be with the doctor uh, that's going to be doing that and that it would accomplish um, in bringing healing to her eye. And, Lord, that you would just uh, bless her and just give her peace. And I also pray for her husband that was in a car accident. I thank you for um, being his protector. But, Lord, uh, dealing with a truck that is totaled um, and just um, the body being jarred and the aches that come with it, I pray for your complete healing upon him. I pray that you would help him because nerves just get shattered. Um, and I, I ask that you keep him in a place where he can continue the work and that um, you be with this family. Lord, just bless them, and may your presence be perceived by them. And Lord, uh, 
that you would work in a mighty way and bring in comfort and provision for them and healing for them in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. And I know the Lord is with us and the trials we're going through, but it always gives me peace. I listen to Grace FM every day. I can't do without it. And thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful for us when, you know, we do need to be encouraged. We need to be uplifted. We need that fellowship. And so glad that you were able to call Linda. Keep listening. Call back if you need uh, prayer or anything, and we're here to minister to you in that way. Thank you so much, and bless you and your family. Thank you so much for the work you, you bet, do. Linda. It's a privilege. Thank you, Linda. Hey, 303-690-3000, maybe you need prayer. Maybe you're down. Maybe you just uh, have prayer needs that you want lifted up. Um, we want to pray with you. We want to encourage you. We want to give you comfort from God's Word. Uh, that's what the body of Christ, that's what we're called to do right now. And uh, so we're going to go to Pennsylvania, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, to Rachel on line two. Hi, Rachel. Hi. How are you guys doing out there? Um, we're doing fine. Good. Good. Yeah. Hang it, hanging in there. I know that um, that I believe Pennsylvania's got a uh, stay-at-home order that you have. Uh, they do in certain counties, but Lancaster County doesn't have that. Okay. All right. Well, we're praying yeah. for you guys and thinking about you <laughs> guys. So, yeah, you're Thank on you. Calvary Live. What can we do for you? Okay. Well, I'm helping um, a friend out, a new believer, and she asked me a question, and I just want to make sure I give her the right answer because I am so con- I'm very concerned that if I give her, you know, tell her the wrong thing, um, it could turn her away. Mm-hmm. You know, in anything that she that comes up. Um, so her first question <laughs> is when um, Noah was in the tent and he'd been drinking the night before and his son's found him naked the next day, Ham, you know, of course, got looked at him and kind of made fun of him. And um, his son Canaan was cursed. And what I'm reading in the Bible is that um, Noah had a vision of what Canaan, how Canaan was going to rule, and that's and is it because of the actions of his dad that he was able to see that vision? Yeah, so you're looking at Genesis chapter 9, right? Yes. And there's that incident where after the flood, after they get out of the, the ark, um, that Noah began to be a farmer. He drank of the wine and was drunk. And in his tent, and um, and you know we see that he became uncovered in his tent, and it was um, at that time. And I'm going to read it for the sake of our readers um, that Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the naked of his of his father and told his two brothers outside. And Shem and Japheth took garment, laid it on both their shoulders, went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine and knew that his younger son had done to him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, the, servants, the servant of servants. He shall be to his brethren. So as we read that, um, we know that um, it was Ham. Uh, when it says that uh, he went and told his brothers, it was more than, you know, oh, that's too bad what dad's doing. He was 
mocking him. It, it was more the meaning of um, literally the ancient, uh, the Hebrew says that he told his two brothers with delight. Um, he was mocking his father and was undermining uh, his father. Instead of honoring his father, respecting his father, he was mocking him. So Noah, um, he gives this, you know, uh, as he knew what his younger son had done to him, um, and uh, it, he gives this, you know, kind of this this curse to Canaan. Um, but I think it's more of perhaps a prophecy that is given that this is what's going to happen to Canaan. Uh, this is, you know, they're going to be the Canaanites that would go in the land and uh, were not following after the Lord. Um, so um, that was perhaps more of a prophecy given than just a curse. You know, we think of a curse like uh, which puts on a curse or somebody, I'm going to curse you or whatever. Um, I believe it was more speaking of a prophecy than just a curse. And um, and he's speaking prophetically, uh, revealing the destiny of his son Canaan that would bring in the different tribes of the Canaanites. Does that help out? Okay, yeah, um, just one more question about it then. So I guess, because in, you know, in the Bible, of course, it just says, it's, you know, it says he woke up the next, Noah woke up the next morning and knew, you know, and was very angry with him, and then he cursed Canaan. And it just, so the, the confusion was why was, why, I guess it was just a coincidence that both happened at the same time? Well, you know, he, he awoke, in other words, from his wine, he sobered up and knew what his younger son had done to him. And so he he then gives this prophetic, you know, utterance. He He prophesies really what is going to be um, the outcome of the Canaanites, uh, curse be Canaan, um, and, and they call it a curse. And, and then he prophesies, blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and, and may Canaan be his servant. So it's more of a prophecy that's given. But, you know, the Bible is very honest about what Noah did. He he was in his tent. What he did wasn't right. What he did was the sin of drunkenness. Uh, but the Bible's just being very honest that he woke from it, realized what his son had done, and his son mocked him in a way that, um, you know, his his other two sons uh, were ones that showed respect, honored their father by covering him up and going in backwards. But it seems to indicate that what um, Ham did was uh, he, you know, he was laughing, mocking, um, yucking it up, all of this, and and then this prophecy comes concerning his descendants. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't like um, Canaan was cursed because of what his dad did. He was he was more um, because he saw how his dad acted. He changed, you know, he was influenced by that behavior. Well, yeah, because what his dad did is because he was drinking and laying in his tent. Um, the Bible's just being honest about telling that account. But the way he reacted in this situation is, you know, Noah fi- finds out about it, and he, he begins to give this prophecy about his descendants. And so I, I don't look at it as, you're cursed, I just put a hex on you, a curse on you, like you would think of in occultic practices or New Age practices or, you know, uh, witchcraft or something like that. He He's saying that this is ultimately prophesying what your descendants are going to be. 
and and it was Ham that um, again was just showing disrespect, gossip, all of this concerning his father. So the Bible is just telling of this account and and the prophecy of Noah. It it wasn't because of what Noah did. It was because of what Ham did. And here's the thing to remember. I think, Rachel, a good principle to remember for us as Christians is that we don't let other people determine how it is that we react to a situation. Um, And, you know, we can very easily begin to mock somebody. We can begin to tear them down because of what they're doing, because of their sin. We can begin to gossip. We can do all those things. What we are to do is what God wants us to do, um, to to you know, respond to a situation with righteousness. And what Ham did was not responding in righteousness. It, w- it was sinful. It, it, he was uh, causing more harm. And his two brothers were the ones that reacted in a way, in a godly way, that they should have. So that's what I get from the story. And, and those are applications that we can make from the story. Okay? okay? All right. All right, Rachel. All right. Thank you. Well, Appreciate well, it. Thank you. Thank you very hey, much keep, for your time. Yeah, and keep keep studying, keep ministering to your friend. I think it's so wonderful. And um and just um you know, keep looking at it and I'm sure that the Lord's going to help you and continue to give you wisdom and how you minister to your friend. I'm so grateful that you're there for her. Oh, I'm grateful that I am too. I'm grateful that she came to me. A little nervous, but you know, very grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the other thing too, Rachel, at times, and and I got to remember this, sometimes it's okay to say, I don't know right now, but I I, I can look into it. We can, you know, look at the scriptures together and and just keep studying. And I know there are times even on this show where I got to say, I'm not quite sure, or that's a difficult question, especially on the radio, because we have to you know, it isn't like I can say, okay, Rachel, can you just give me about 10 minutes to do, read some commentaries and things like that? We got to be, you know, answering. And sometimes I've got to say, I'm not quite sure, or I don't know, but we can look at that further. And don't be afraid to do that as well. So just some some encouragement to you. Keep ministering the love of Christ to your friend. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you very much. You bet, Rachel. God bless you. Stay Stay in touch, okay? All right, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Let's go to Robert in Castle Rock. Hey, hey Robert. Pastor, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm just more concerned for my friends, only a few friends that I really have in the state, and my former uh, boss that I used to work for. Uh, he lost his daughter in a motorcycle accident last week, and it's just been really hard on him. And, I just I hurt more for their loss. I know she's in a better place, but I was just wondering if we could get some prayer for them and their family, uh, for Absolutely. comfort. Concerning let's the let's do that. Let's do that before we go to break. And Father, I pray for Robert, his friend, that lost a daughter in a motorcycle accident. This the pain and the sorrow. We pray for your comfort. We pray for your strength. Yes, um, Lord, we do have. Um, the hope of eternal life given to those who believe in you, but it's still painful. And Lord, I just pray for the family that has gone through loss. 
Um, I pray for Robert to be able to minister to them, uh, just words of compassion and comfort uh, as you lead him. But Lord, that you would just help them in this time of sorrow and pain and uh, that they're going through. Uh, strengthen them. Give them wisdom. Lord, may they perceive your presence. And Lord, lift them up. And, and may they find a place of stability um, and confidence in you, Lord, that only you can truly give. You're the one that comforts us in all of our tribulations. And so, Lord, do that work in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thank Have a good you, day. You too. God bless you. Hey, we're going to go to break. we got open lines. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. You're listening to Calvary Live, and let's continue to talk about the things of the Lord and go in prayer to the Lord. We'll be right back in about two minutes. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs. I pastor Calvary Greeley in northern Colorado with you this afternoon. A privilege to be with you and want to minister to you, want to answer your questions want to pray with you, want to give you words of encouragement, uh, and just um, just to, for us to be able to fellowship. Fellowship is more challenging right now in the time that we're in as uh, churches have had to close their doors, and we're still doing church. And one of the things that the Lord has really shown me, and I'm sure that the Lord has shown you this and many pastors out there, is that um, the church is not the building. And we always say that, but we're really, really uh, feeling that. We're really um, experiencing that, that the church is the people. And, and you know, to come into the building and have it empty and just some of the staff and, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's so different. And we've all had to adjust. I'm so grateful for the technology that we have that uh, most churches or a lot of churches can do online services, and that's where we're at right now. And so I want to encourage you that as we are doing it here at Calvary Greeley on Wednesday nights, uh, online service, uh, a live stream on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org, uh, that you tune in um, to uh, those live stream services uh, that we're doing Sunday morning. Uh, we're doing online services as well. And I'm doing a series on Sunday mornings, Comfort from the Psalms. We were, were in Matthew's Gospel. And uh, as uh, uh, we just begun right at the beginning of March, I believe my first uh, teaching in Matthew was March 1st, and then we did the 8th, and then it was the 15th of March that uh, was the first Sunday that we did online services as many of the churches began to do that. And uh, so I've decided we're going to do Matthew and we can all be together, all come back, uh, be in fellowship. But in the meantime, I wanted to do a series, Comfort from the Psalms. And the Psalms just brings us comfort. And I would encourage you that during this time as you get up and, you know, I don't know about you, but I know for me, I I felt a little off uh, when I get up, Uh, just... um, we're all feeling that way, but the Psalms are so helpful because 
the Psalms bring us comfort. Uh, David was a man that he wrote those Psalms when he was in the desert, when he was isolated. Um, and so uh, we just went over Psalm 61 this last Sunday where David is out in the wilderness and uh, he's by himself. Things are uncertain and we're living in a time of uncertainty, aren't we? We're living in a time where uh, even as David, he doesn't know if he's going to return to Jerusalem. He doesn't know what's going to happen. And right now you may be thinking it's a time of uncertainty for me. And, and I don't know if I'm going to have a job or uh, I lost my job or the uncertainty of all this situation that it has brought. And David says, Hear my cry, O God, and attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed, and lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And here's the thing. David was at the end of his world, and he says that I'm going to cry to you, Lord. And he's going to go to that place of stability, and that is to the rock that lead me to that place that is higher than I. And that is the rock, Jesus Christ. I think that a lot of us that uh, we have, uh, we're familiar with that old hymn, um, Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And that is so true. He's your stability. And we can cry out to him in the times of uncertainty, in times of isolation, in times where we feel like we're at the end of our world. So I just want to encourage you with that. So give me a call. Love to talk with you and answer your questions or pray with you. The calling number is 303-690-3000. And the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Baltimore where Juan is on line one. Hi, Juan. Yes. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm doing fine. Good. Good. How- Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. What can we and do God bless, you? God bless all of you. Yeah, and God bless you guys out there on the East Coast. Thank you. The reason my call is because I want a prayer for my daughter. Her name is Angelita Hughes. She's living um, with her boyfriend, and I want them to get married. That way, they are not um, continue on the road that they are. Yes, and absolutely we will pray for that, and we'll pray that for Aunt Alita, that um, the Lord will draw her to him. And and um, so, Father, I pray for Juan, his daughter, uh, living with someone. That seems to be so acceptable in the culture today. It's what a lot of young people are doing, but we know what your word declares. Um, and so, Lord, I pray that you would minister to his daughter's heart, draw her to you, open her eyes spiritually. Um, And and Lord, we just pray that they would get married, um, that they would come to that place of more than anything, that they need you, um, that that they would turn to you, and and they would leave this situation that they're in that is a sinful situation. And Lord, do what is right in your eyes. So I just pray that you give Juan uh, just uh, words of, wisdom to give and truth to give and i just pray for working in his daughter's life not just in her situation um, that she's in but also spiritually drawing her and her boyfriend to you that they would realize that they need to repent turn to you do what is right in the sight of god and i just pray this um, that you would do that work in their lives in jesus name amen
Amen. Hey, Juan, we'll continue to pray, okay? I appreciate that. God bless you. Same to you. Thank you very much. You bet, brother. All right, we got open lines, 303-690-3000. Got plenty of time in the show to be able to minister to you. All lines are open right now. And uh, the text line is 720-336-0897. We're going to go to the text line here. There's um, uh, some prayer requests that we can go to and pray. Uh, I also just want to uh, let you know that this is an opportunity for us as Christians. As you know, I know it's been expressed by your pastors and your leaders and your churches, I'm sure, for us to be a light during this time. And, and I hope that we are. This is a time for us, uh, as we're in a time of, of difficulty and a time of trial, to really be able to minister to others. And I know the Lord has opened up doors for 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 me and my family to minister to others, some of the neighbors, um, some of the uh, other people that uh, that uh, we have contact with, to be able to bring light into their life, and and for you too to draw close to Him. You know, people ask, how can I? You know, I, I'm just feeling down. I'm feeling discouraged, uh, a sense of hopelessness, or whatever. Um, that the Lord desires to remind you that He is your hope, um, and um, and that as you read the Word of God, that the Word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path as we're walking through, maneuvering through this, journeying through this day by day. Let the Word of God be a light to your path and to minister to you. And so um, I just wanted to encourage you as we do this on Calvary Live, give me a call, love to talk with you, uh, pray with you. Maybe you got a word of encouragement that you can give uh, to the brethren. It's so important for us to be in fellowship. Stay connected to the Lord. But let's go to some of the prayer requests that are there. We got a number of prayer requests that are just uh, saying thank you for being there, being on the line. We do want to be there, and pastors want to be there for you. And uh, so here at Calvary Greeley, we're not closed down um, for now, right now. Uh, we are, have are taking phone calls, email, praying with people, uh, ministering, helping out in practical ways, any way that we can. And we need to be there for uh, our neighbors, to be there for uh, your friends, coworkers, others. Uh, as the days go by, it's going to get maybe perhaps a little harder, a little more difficult, and we can be used of the Lord uh, in a very, very uh, wonderful, wonderful way. Um, one prayer request came in that uh, my dad is flying out tomorrow to West Virginia. I'm just asking for prayer for a healthy trip, and, and he doesn't get sick. And um, so we do pray. We pray for uh, this uh, individual that has uh, texted in and is asking for uh, just his, her father is, um, he makes his trip to West Virginia, that he would be healthy, that there wouldn't be any problems, that he would get there safely. And Lord, I just pray for a peace um, that would come upon this situation and that you would just uh, pray for all those we pray that are traveling. Um, as people are perhaps uh, having to go different places, um, we just pray for safety and, Lord, uh, for health. And I also want to pray for those who are working in the grocery stores, those who are um, the nurses, 
the healthcare workers that are on the front lines. Their dedication is so incredible, and I pray for their strength, and I pray for uh, their safety. Uh, we pray that you would sustain them and bless them. They'd get the supplies that they need right now uh, because there's a, a shortage of it. Um, Lord, I just pray for those, again, working in the grocery stores and in the retail and the Walmarts and the Sam's and the Costco's, that you be with them. I thank you for those who are keeping you know, the shelves stocked as much as possible. I also want to pray for the truck drivers, those who are, are carrying freight, those who um, are, are you know, bringing that um, supplies to us and groceries to us. We thank you for them and, and how important they're they are in right now in ministering in their jobs to us. So we thank you so much for that in every way. And Lord, these are perilous times. And so we just pray that you'd be with those who are just helping in practical ways. And Lord, we just pray for those who are traveling on the road and for their safety and for their health. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We'll continue taking some prayer requests. Um, there is somebody... Uh, Benita and Mark, hey, we're going to pray as, as Mark is getting ready to fly to D.C. for a couple weeks tomorrow, and he's going to um, be uh, going there, and uh, we just thank him for his service uh, and all that he does. Father, I pray for Benita. I thank you that she stays in touch. We pray for Mark, all that he does, what he does, service to our nation. You know what he's going to D.C. for. Um, and I thank you for all those, Lord, the, all those who are in the military, all those who are law enforcement, those who are paramedics, uh, firefighters, the first responders. Lord, we just pray for your protection upon them. Uh, we thank you uh, for their service to us. And Lord, we also want to pray for our leaders. We pray for uh, our leaders that are making decisions and we pray that you would give them wisdom and that, uh, Lord, that you guide them and um, you would be with the president, that you would be with the vice president in the task force, that you would guide them in decisions to be made. Lord, I just pray that you'd be with our Congress, that they would be able to, to pass the legislation that is needed to help Americans. Um, Lord, that I also pray for our state leaders, our local leaders here, for the decisions they have to make. I know they're not easy decisions, but Lord, we pray that you would give them the wisdom that they need. And I also pray for pastors. I pray for the church leaders, that Lord, that we would step forward when everybody's stepping back, and that we would be strong for our people and courageous, that we would make the decisions that we need that you would provide, and Lord, help us to continue to be light to others. We want to continue to be a blessing to others, to give the word of God, to give the gospel, to be used of you. And Lord, I pray for the leaders in the homes. I pray for dads right now, that dads would gather their children around, their, their wives, and Lord, that they would um, be in the word of God, that they would be in prayer, that, that this is a time um, that uh, we in a home, that we would really um, take on the roles that you've called us to as moms and dads, grandparents. Uh, Lord, that we would uh, have the wisdom to be able to do that and to take the time to do that. And Lord, to, that our kids would see us as parents and grandparents that we're trusting in you and resting in you. 
and Lord, uh, to be strong and courageous as, as it was uh, Joshua was told to be strong and courageous. And so, Lord, we just ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And, you know, I really am praying. There's a lot of things that the Lord has put on my heart. Again, we do have all open lines, 303-690-3000. Love to take your call. Uh, if you call in, love to hear from you, pray with you, answer your questions. Still got plenty of time in the show. And um, But uh, I was thinking as uh, a lot of people as were at home that I'm really praying for moms and dads and grandparents, uh, you guys that are the priests of your homes, to really gather your family and to be strong for them. Uh, the Lord says in Joshua chapter 1, you remember that Joshua as uh, he's going to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. And the Lord comes to Joshua and says, Joshua, that you know Moses has gone home to be with his people. You're going to lead the children of Israel into the promised land, and you be strong and of good courage. And he would go on in Joshua chapter 1 to say that, Joshua, the, the way for you to be successful in the best sense of the word, that is to uh, be successful concerning the things of the Lord, is you meditate on the Word of God day and night. And that is something that I, I hope that we would realize, that we do have the Word of God given to us and will help us and guide us. But you be strong and of good courage, um, Joshua, be strong and of good courage, be strong and of good courage. And then at the end of the chapter, the people come to Joshua and said, Joshua, we will follow you. We'll, we'll heed your voice like we did Moses, but there's one thing that we ask of you, and that is that you be strong and of good courage. And what my prayer is for you who are leading your homes or leading a church, you pastors uh, and ministry leaders, that you are leading in your business because these are scary times, these are uncertain times, um, that uh, you have the strength and the courage of the Lord. And there are those in our lives that need us to be strong and courageous. And there are kids and grandkids that are coming to us, guys, and saying, we need you to be strong and of good courage. And, and there are those in the church that are coming to us and saying that we want you to be strong and of good courage. And it's not in our own strength, that it's not in our own ability, but it is in the Lord that he uh, will, as I've already said, people are stepping back, call us to step forward and be that light and, and give that wisdom and, and be courageous in these times, and, and he wants to do that work in us. Well, let's go to Pennsylvania to Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne. Dwayne, you there? Yes. How are you doing? Good. You're on Calvary Live. Hey. Yeah. Um. I was praying for uh, like here prayer for like the 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 Holy Spirit to come down in my life and throughout the whole country like a revival, and. uh Friends of mine, uh, a friend of mine that's like helping me out and and uh, my desperate time of need and worked a little bit here and there and stuff. His, uh, him and his wife's marriage is pretty much a tinderbox. And listening the last uh, couple weeks, seems like it's going around. And um, so it's like the first she was like complaining about me always being around when we're distracted trying to work and make trying to make some money and stuff and then it got to a point where i ended up blowing up at him i wasn't around for a month 
and then stopped by one day for uh, something, and then apparently that month his wife just found more stuff to dump on him about that didn't have involved with me. And so Dwayne, Dwayne, he's pretty broken up for it. So, so their marriage, they're not believers absolutely. at all. Okay, let's, and they got let's kids, do, and their kids are very undisciplined. Yeah, let's let's pray for that, Dwayne. Father, I do pray. I just pray that um, for his friend as he ministers to him, that um, being unbelievers, that um, it's hard for unbelievers to turn to any kind of stability in. Um, they're not walking in truth. And I just pray, first of all, for Dwayne to be able to give that truth to his friend, um, to this family. And, Lord, I just pray that you would um, just, Lord, that you would just minister, Lord, truth to them. Open their eyes. Lord, help them see their need for you. And, Lord, I just pray for their marriage, that you would work a miracle. And I know the miracle is going to be a couple that turns to you and comes and believes in you. So I pray that you give Dwayne just the opportunity to be able to share the gospel with them, be able to share truth with them, to continue to pray for them, be light to them. And Lord, I pray for this couple that you would work salvation in their lives and bring healing and restoration in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a good one. Hey, you too, Dwayne. God bless you guys out there. All right, 303-690-3000. And, and that's one of the points that I really am making is, is you know, to, to um, you know, be a light to others. And uh, we as Christians, we have the truth of God's Word. We, we have the Lord that we turn to. And, and we are to do that and draw upon Him. And as we're taken in, we're able to, to give out and to serve others and to give truth to others, show that compassion, uh, be able to give the gospel, to be able to give a message of hope to others. And I think people are seeing that there's so much uncertainty in this world and in this situation, but our certainty is in the Lord. And to, to let them know uh, that the Lord has provided for them and the Lord desires for them to come to him and to let them know the living hope that you have in your heart and and to be able to express that. Uh, I think people are open to talk right now. Uh, as I've run into a few people in the community, uh, they, they're scared, they're wondering, um, they're concerned, um, and we're able to just be able to, as we take the time to listen to them and take the time to minister to them, there's all kinds of ministry that is out there. And so... Uh, may we look for those opportunities and pray, Lord, uh, if I can minister to somebody these divine appointments that he'll make, uh, maybe to a neighbor. It's going to be getting warm here in Colorado, and and more people are out walking, more people are, are maybe walking around the block, and it's an opportunity to see that and um, opportunity to minister to them. And, and I just want us to be used. Uh, we just got such a glorious opportunity to really be light and to give truth and to give love and compassion of Christ to others right now and to pray for our nation, uh, to be praying for our state, to be praying for our communities, and also to be praying for the church. I really hope that the church is committed to just uh, being one that um, that we are uh, 
you know, just committed uh, to the truth and, and being used in these times. Um, there is somebody to put in a prayer request. I need prayer for a job and, uh, and just be able to have stability and be able to pay my bills. So, Father, I just pray for that right now. I'm sure that there are many that are um, praying for a job or maybe they lost their job or maybe uh, their businesses are suffering. We just pray during this economic downtime that you would just provide, that you would uh, help people be able to pay their bills, um, be able to get the food they need, be able to pay their rent. Lord, that you would... uh, Help those who are looking for a job to be able to have that job, um, to, to be able to work. Um, and I just pray that you would, uh, Lord, just um, show yourself uh, strong on their behalf and providing for them in the work that they need. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, we got a little bit of time left uh, for a call or anything. And I'd love to talk to you, but uh, as we have five minutes left in the show, we're going to continue to look to uh, the um, text line and see other prayer requests that have come in. And there is somebody that's asking, please pray for uh, Bud Smith, um, tremendous man of God and uh, elder at the church. His cancer has returned and it looks serious. So, Father, we pray for Bud. We just pray Uh, As cancer has come back, we just pray that you would, um, Lord, minister to his body. And, Lord, as he has perhaps decisions to make, how to treat this cancer or whatever the situation is, Lord. Lord, he's been an elder in the church, I'm sure, served faithfully as we are being told. Uh, What a blessing. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would minister to his body, minister to his heart, continue to minister uh, to him in every way. And, uh, Lord, we pray for healing. We pray for your touch upon him. Um, We pray for the the doctors who are ministering to him, uh, for their wisdom and guidance. So, Lord, we just lift this this saint up to you, this believer up to you, that's been a blessing to the church in so many ways. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, well, we got a few minutes left. Um, Just want to, again... Uh, encourage you in the things of the Lord and uh, to remind you that the Lord is still working in our lives. And, uh, and what a, what an interesting, interesting day that we are in certainly um, as we uh, are navigating through this. Uh, We've never seen anything like this in our lifetime and uh, where things are shut down and uh, everybody is, is pretty much, been affected by this and having to make decisions and making them quickly. And I just pray for God's wisdom for you. And that's what I want to end the show on. For God's wisdom as you're making decisions. People are making decisions about weddings and about travel plans and about school and about every area of their lives right now. And so, Father, I do pray for your wisdom to be given. You desire for us as we go to you and as we wait on you, that we would be ones that um, would uh, hear your voice saying, this is the way walk in it. I pray that you would give wisdom to those who need it. And even as James says that if we lack wisdom and go to you, and as we ask in faith, that you will give us that wisdom because you desire to, 
to guide us in every area of our lives. I, I pray that you would, Lord, just help us navigate through decisions that uh, come up on us quickly. It seems like things are changing every day. Uh, seems like sometimes by the hour. Um, and Lord, that you would uh, just be that voice behind us saying, this is the way walk in it. Go to the left or go to the right. And, and so, Lord, uh, just bless everyone here. Um, as we close the hour, uh, I pray that we would be ones uh, that, Lord, as we go into the evening and uh, into the night, sometimes the night watches are, are the hardest, uh, but you would give a peace that rules in our hearts, Lord. And, Lord, that we would look to you, keep our eyes on the things above, not on the things of this world, even though uh, we have to, to watch the news, we have to get updates. But, Lord, may our priority and focus be on you. And so may you give us a peace ruling in our hearts and a peace that passes understanding. And may you give us a joy inexpressible, Lord. And and we know that that's your desire, just the peace and the confidence and the assurance that you are with us in every way. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, keep praying, keep ministering, keep looking to the Lord. Um, as I've already said, he hasn't left the throne. He's still with us. He loves us. And so God bless you and um, praying that you're healthy and praying that uh, the Lord just does a marvelous work in your life and in the life of your family and also in the church. So God bless you. Looking forward to being with you next time and have a great evening. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.